Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. My car is so dirty that someone wrote, wash me on the window. My meditation app is about to expire and I'm anxious. I left my ATM card at Whole Foods again. Did you know that cockroaches get so thirsty they climb up through the bathroom pipes? <gasps> Have such a good day. Good evening, or whatever time of day you happen to be listening to this. Bonsoir, or bonjour. Bonsoir. Or bonjour bon would be. Tard. It would be uh, bon après-midi, would be uh, afternoon. Right. Yes. Right. Some of you may not know that Heather is a French speaker. I'm a Francophile, yes. True. Not, not, not just the fact that your last name is Frank. So Francophile <laughs> sounds really cool, but you actually spent a year studying French. Oui. In, in, Paris. In, in, Perry, but also studying French way before that. Like you actually like really good at French where I'm like, I know like five words. Yeah, I can speak fluently. I mean, I, you know, you have to keep it up though. And it, the more I don't speak, the more it kind of, I get rusty, mm-hmm. but I have some French people in my life that I try to converse with. Parlez-vous, if you will. Parlez-toi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I have, I have, I have enjoyed speaking French in my life as well. I like it story for another the, time. Rolling off the tongue, just so fun to speak another language. You know, our friend, our mutual friend Melody McCloskey, who also spent a year uh, um, in. Uh, to lose I think um studying when she was in college she was like she said once something that resonated with me where she's like you know um English is all in the back of your throat mm-hmm. and French is all at the tip of your lips and it's 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 not just pronunciation yes. it's actually where the sound comes out of your body oh yeah and it um, makes a big difference it takes a long time like I only met like one American that was really good at her accent I mean, I still sound American, even if I'm at my best speaking really fluently. Right. I still do not. I still sound like a foreigner. It's a, that's a really tough accent to to nail, uh, because yeah, it's a completely different way you use your your mouth and your throat and yeah. everything. So, yeah. you know, I guess in um, in French, the title of our show would be bonjour. Really, I mean, if you really want to cut it down into like one or passe yeah. un bonjourne, that's what it would be. All right. Well. There you have it. 
Your so French welcome to our show. Yeah, speaking of having such a good day, this is our show. <laughs> Heather Frank and Sarah Lane are here to make your lives better. The only way we know how, which is a hodgepodge of <laughs> news and conversation yeah. and, and the overall uh, 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 goal of making us all feel a little less alone and a little bit more of a community. Yeah, I mean, we're pretty much like your buddies and every week you can come hang out with us. You know, we we <laughs> feel that it's a, a very warm environment and we just want to kind of have fun and talk about stuff that we care about. Exactly. Especially when we end up kind of bitching about things, <laughs> which happens because that's what people do. But we try to find the humor and the irony in that bitching. We try not to let ourselves go down rabbit holes exactly. as little as possible. There's cool, there's funny, there's disturbing, there's interesting, there's fascinating, there's weird. There are so many topics to cover. So when someone asks you, hey, what's your favorite podcast? And you say, oh, have such a good day, uh, starting, sorry, and Heather and Sarah. And they say, what's it about? And you're like, I don't know. Neither do we. <laughs> but that's OK. We're figuring it out together. And we love our community. So thanks for being along for the ride so far. And this is episode five. Woo-hoo! And you know what? You or might sunk. actually, yes, sank. Sank. Right. Uh, you might actually learn something in the process, but we probably will not teach you any math. So if that, <laughs> if you're looking to learn some equations, then you might not be listening to the Speak right show. Speak for yourself. I used to be a math you're, major. You are a good math. Yeah, I remember that actually. But I, I also still have an issue like figuring out a check at right. the end of a meal <laughs> with five people like math major here where I'm like mm, let's but you just can use but you app. can calculate e equals mc squared like just like that well you know that's somebody else did that for me yeah I just I just true. learned it that's true <laughs> I just figured it out well maybe we will do a math lesson you know yeah. so I take that back one of these days so one of these days so Sarah what's how's your week been oh man how about this story because no one's going to expect that I would tell this story. So Heather and I got together doing it once a week. We shoot on, we record rather, and shoot on Wednesdays, um, you know, uh, TBD when our actual release date and time will be. But we want to make sure that we figure that out sooner than later. However, right after Heather left one week ago, because the last show was recorded at my apartment, you know, I'm minding my own business, you know, had a, had a real productive day. I'm on the couch. I'm in my underwear. It's late. It's like 1130 p.m. I'm kind of half asleep. Cats are napping. Life is it's good. It's a pretty typical scene at Sarah's house Absolutely. during the week. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. On a Wednesday, not going to be out. And there was sort of like a boom outside that sort of sounded like a firework or a gunshot, but almost worse than both mm -hmm. to the point where I was like, I should put on some pants and like go out on my balcony and just like, I don't know, make sure I mean, like why bother with the pants? Just go see what that noise well, is all about. Well, because I was on my underwear and my my <laughs> my balcony is, you know, in full view of the world. So I go outside and my neighbors, not next door neighbor, about three doors down. But in where I live, it's all alleys. So the neighbors are really close to each other. Like it's not a street where there's like two lanes. It's not like that at all. It's very it's very compact. Neighbors house is on fire. On fire. Like you saw the orange flames. Oh, yes. Flames. How big? Like it was a full on apartment building burning down did, scary Did you fire. think you needed to grab your cats and go? Yes. You did. I did. In fact, that was my first reaction is like, holy shit, 
get the cat carriers, cats, you know, like we're ready to go. I'm so it's amazed. It's like evacuation that, zone situation. Like I usually know like every minute like detail of Sarah's days and nights because we chat all the time. And like the next day she's like, I forgot to tell you, but the house caught on fire next oh, door. God. And it was just so weird because I thought, you know, I was just there and it was it's dramatic. It, it was a very it's one of those situations where you're like, you know, because I'm. I'm worried about everything. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about tsunamis because I live at the ocean. I'm worried about earthquakes because I live in California. I'm worried about fires because I'm worried about fires. I like, mean, more than usual, there's right. more fires right. because of climate yeah. climate change. And we, we, we live in an area of the world where there are wildfires every year. Every year. And I, it's one of my worst fears. Yep. It is. But yep. I'm also, you know, super anxious. This was one of those times where I'm like... This is not me being overly anxious. Like, I got to get out of here. Like, this yeah. is actually pretty scary. Anyway, fire department comes. I had called 911. By the time I called, they're like, four other people have called. We're on it. Fire department comes. They they get the blaze out. It's all good. Life returns to normal, more or less. Go to sleep. Next morning on the news, I figure out, because they've, you know, they've made some sense of what happened, guess why there was a fire. I actually know the reason, you so do. I can't I guess. Well, <laughs> I don't want to lie to so, our audience. Right, right. So anybody who's like, mm, what truth. happened? Well, they were charging electric scooters. Of course they were. With some sort of like weird battery apparatus oh, in yeah. the garage that caught on fire. I don't know if it was the battery charging thing or if it was one of the units. The Bird and the Lime scooters are a big part of Venice, which is the part of LA they're that like I live in now. They're like the little electric scooters that, yeah, know, they're like foot scooters. Yeah, they're, 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 they're so, actually kind of fun, but they're pretty annoying too. It's it's like the cockroach of scooters. <laughs> you know, they just keep multiplying. Yep. They're often just kind of clogging little corners of but my life. But they're really convenient too. So they're, and they're, they're actually they're very controversial. They're actually quite fun. They are. What I did not realize, and I really should because, you know, tech reporting and all, but I did not realize that these companies would pay people to charge scooters overnight. Like oh, yeah. You get I a little you I get see a little guys um, put them in their trunk at the end of the night. Like I see them out the window. Yeah. It's kind of weird because you're like, are they stealing them? Right, right. Like they look yeah. like just regular do, Joes, do you, you know? the company? Yeah. What's There's happening? no logo, There's t-shirts no signage. Nope. Exactly. So, and I don't have a problem. Like I don't, I'm really not. There's some people who are like, the scooters are ruining the world. I don't even care about that. What I do care about is that my neighborhood doesn't burn down, including me. I mean, there's a lawsuit and on it, someone there. I don't know who, it, but... It was dramatic yeah. to the point now where I'm like, okay, well, whose garage is going up next? Yeah, no, So that was a really... True. It was a fun week for me, Heather. That's like, it was like the pinnacle of joy. <laughs> I mean, there are lots of things that happened last week, but that was the, that was the real There's kicker. always like the one thing that resonates. So we try to do this at the top of the show because, you know, there's always tons of interesting things that happen during the week. It's not like we don't have interesting lives, but right. there's always this one thing that sticks out like a sore thumb. Like, I just have to talk about that. Right. Yeah. My neighbor's house burned down. That's a big Wh- one. What happened to you, Heather? Well, actually, mine is slightly different tone. It's okay. not as dark as yours, yeah. but, um, but it has a darkness to it um I went to a wedding this weekend actually with this guy we had a great time you probably already know this oh this guy me yeah yes yes, yeah right yes we talked (laughs) this guy we went to a wedding we made it 
They got married. Everything worked. We met so many cool locals. It was a great weekend all around. I mean, it was, it was so fun. It was. Uh, so much more to report on that. Maybe maybe we'll have a chance to at some point. But what was funny is we, we were both together when this happened. But there was a guy who... Um, was a good friend of the bride and he actually did a speech mm-hmm. um, after the um, the ceremony and we ended up hanging out with him a little bit and he was uh, kind of an interesting um, bloke uh, he you know we asked him what he did for a living and he said very nonchalant um, that he is primarily responsible for getting Lady Gaga in space to perform right into in space. outer space yes like that's into... literally his job right and I thought we, we both kind of like went uh, like pause for a second. Well, it was and funny because I, I said as a joke, I'm like SpaceX. And he was like, no, Virgin Galactic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, the other one. Yeah. So mm. he has a contract with Virgin Galactic. <laughs> and we were just sort of like stunned. Like, how cool is that? But then I, w- I was kind of like, well, I'm doing cool stuff, too. I mean, I got this podcast called Have Such a Good Day. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, Lady Gaga in space, like whatever. You know what? Maybe I, I smell a, a tear or a goal to do the show in space i mean it would probably be a million dollars no what about under the sea no in a cage i would do i would do a (laughs) in a shark cage i really don't want to do an under the sea version of the show but i won't go to space i'm not doing it how about under the boardwalk that down by the sea yeah Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I, we'll discuss that. That, that could yeah. be something like down mm-hmm. the road. I mean, we got it. We got. We need more patrons like a submar- to, to get us there. A submarine show of some kind would yeah. be like very claustrophobic, but I would do it. Okay, that's I'm good not to know. going to space. A though. submarine show. I bet nobody on Patreon has that goal or tier. <laughs> anybody who works for the Navy or the Coast Guard or anybody else who has a sub contact. Let us know. We'll get in there. You know, somebody (laughs) needs to get Heather versus the sea going before we go as far as a submarine. I mean, we haven't even dipped our toe in the ocean yet. You know, I I need people to, to, so to speak. Right, right. Literally and figuratively. (laughs) What Heather's referring to is at Patreon slash have such a good day. We have some goals there. Most of them are very, you know, rudimentary. Yeah. Um, And and one of ours includes Heather jumping into the sea. We'll talk about that a little later in the show. But definitely check that out. Uh, We're trying to have as good of a time finding tears and goals for ourselves as well as you. Hey, man, if you guys have any ideas of what, you know, it wouldn't be like too much craziness, um, let us know. Email us at hi at have such a good day dot com. We really want to hear from you. Um, I even if you want to just say hi. Say hi at hi at have such a good day dot com. That would be kind of a fun email. It was actually over the weekend we were in Ojai, California. If you haven't <laughs> been there, wonderful, adorable little town. And uh, I don't know if it's just me and Heather or if people are nice or we're nice or the combination. But it's like we just kept meeting all these locals who were just they just wanted to talk about the world. Anyway, there was one guy uh, who had grown up there and, you know, we're both from California. So yeah. it's not like it's that far away from where we grew up at. <laughs> we were like hi at have such a good day dot com and he's like is that a riddle 
we're like, no, it's actually the. It's a little bit of a tongue twister. Address. But you know what? That could be another goal. It's very lofty. But Sarah and I have this fantasy of getting a uh, have such a good day ranch out there. True story. We want to ranch with animals. We'll shoot the show from our ranch every day. We'll have a pool. We'll have pool parties. Mini we'll invite all of you guys and goats. Oh, maybe a baby llama. goats. Oh, I love a llama. Llamas it can be a little bit. They, they can, can spit on you. They can be a little aggressive, but boy, are they fun. And they have beautiful long eyelashes. They sure do. Uh, well, actually, the best eyelashes really of all of the mammals. Maybe I think a, so. Maybe a dairy cow. Mm-hmm. The cows have really oh, nice you're eyelashes right, they do. too. Why, why is it that like the farm animals have these beautiful luscious eyelashes? That just seems odd. You would think <sighs> that like... general unfairness. What, like a... What's well, like a beautiful, very like a peacock or something? I can't really remember. Peacocks might have good eyelashes. Yeah, that's true. My fucking, you're always so distracted by but their tail feathers. Only the males are beautiful. Uh, the females are actually quite ugly. That's like a. They duck. don't look at all like it's like a mallard. Oh yeah, totally. A, I don't know what the female duck is. It's but all that about one. sex with that. You know what? Let's change the ratio. <laughs> um, the, the next story isn't going to do that at all. Uh, so remember that song, Hey There, Delilah? Mm-hmm. It was very popular in 2000. Kind of annoying. 2007, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey There, Delilah. It was very, it was very catchy. I actually don't hate the song, but it was one of those earworms where everyone, you know, a couple months into it, we're like, yeah. let's get this off the Billboard Top 40 because we're all going insane. Totes. So... Hollywood Reporter has a story, which is a little, I don't know, I mean, they might be jumping the gun a little bit. The, the headline is, Plain White Tees, the, that's the band that sang the song, song, Hey There Delilah, is being turned into a TV series. Unbelievable. Yeah, then it kind of goes into a little more detail that they're shopping, this is an entertainment company, not the, not the band, shopping it around to, as a scripted romantic dramedy, as we, as we call it now, to networks and studios. So it may be a done deal, doesn't sound that way. I think it's more of like, hey, remember that song? Somebody wants to make it into a TV show. Here's the funny thing. Mm-hmm. Somebody that I follow on Twitter had, I don't know, I retweeted somebody else and this is a part of the story about the song that I never knew. Um, this comes from Anna Sp- uh, Sproul Latimer, who is Anna Sproul on Twitter. She says, mm-hmm. fun reminder, Delilah is a real woman who went to my college wow. and was totally grossed out by the song mm-hmm. written by a man she was not interested in. Very interesting. Well, I don't think she's going to watch this show. Well, she, I mean, maybe she will, maybe she won't. But I ended up kind of clicking through to a uh, uh, a, an article about uh, th- this woman. Her name is Delilah. I don't remember her last name. She's mm-hmm. like a famous track star, you know, at least in the college circles. And, you know, her. she didn't say anything terrible, like this was the worst song of my life or anything. But she's like, yeah, this is about me. You know, and he told me it was going to be about me. And he wrote it about me. And he gave me the CD. And we wow. never dated. And, yep, that's what about a me. trip. You know, uh, it's really impressive how these production executives think they can make a whole show about something so basic. Like, hey, Heather, how about that Transformers? I, oh, uh, boy. Yeah, I mean, Transformers, you know, oh, yeah. movie franchise. I know no one's like, Transformers is the best movie I've ever seen. People, even though people they're probably lo- quite, you know. It's, the kids it, love it. It's fun, yeah. right? It's fun. It's, you know, lots of explosions and I've robots and the whole thing. Really but it's like, them. that's, I've never seen one of them. But I don't think I've either. It's not, I don't like action movies. Really? I'm sorry. But, you know, that's based on a toy line that then became a cartoon. And that was a movie franchise starring big stars. 
There's Tomb Raider and I don't know how many video game franchises are like, oh, that's a concept that now is a thing. I actually really like hearing you bring these stories to the table, Sarah. It's kind of like me doing an app review. It's like totally against the rules of nature. Like, you talking about a video game or like that Tomb Raider coming out of your mouth is like, it's it's it's, it's sort of off-putting, but also endearing at the same time. Now, was it Alicia Vikander, the yeah. new Tomb Raider? Yep. Uh, who I love. She's adorable. I love yeah. ever since uh, Ex Machina. I'm a, I'm a big fan of yeah. hers. I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. Nope, neither would I. Um, because who would ever have a problem with eating crackers in bed? First of all, well, crackers in bed is what life do. is for. Well, you know what? Those people need to chill. <laughs> but, but, but yeah. Anyway, we could go on and on about uh, franchises being sort of morphed into a TV series or movie. High Fidelity being made into a TV show starring Heathers. women. Heather's, Heather's the movie. Being, yeah, I well, mean, here's the thing. I mean, they're, I think, you know, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel. They're just like, there's not an original idea left in this world. But that's not true. There are great movies still, but there's less and less. I mean, people are trying to find a kernel of something to get a really good writer on board to like, come on, like, let's make something out of this when there really isn't. Well, the, okay. And then it so ends up being a bad movie. Going back to, hey, there, Delilah, the song, you know, just look at the lyrics on, you know, they're easy, easy to look up online. There's not much to it. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a story of like, I really love you, but you live far away. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. maybe one day you'll, you know, appreciate me and I'm going to, you know, wait around, but we're not together. It's like, well, that's not a, Novel concept no. as far as like rom coms go. <laughs> also, Delilah. Does anybody name their ki- babies Delilah anymore? I, I don't know. I, I know. Really? A De- I I know a Delia, uh, a Delia, and a Anna Delilah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, two different names, but anyway. Interesting. It's lovely and plain white tees. Congrats! You've really gotten some mileage off of scaring that poor woman while she was in college. And speaking of more just interesting developments in this modern world that we live in okay um i find it really interesting so like you know i think tattoos have been around for a long time but they've become (laughs) more and more popular fact maybe because we're more like populated and just there's more people that have tattoos and there's Mm -hmm. all kinds of tattoo styles you can do the whole sleeve you yourself even got a tattoo fairly recently yeah really little it's like a a tiny tiny little um cherry blossom uh, I love it. It's great. But it only took five minutes and it was really painful. And I don't know how people sit there for more than five minutes. Yeah, but it's, a, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's an experience. Yeah, but, it's, um, it's not a pleasant feeling. No, especially when it's done on your face or your neck. Ooh, yeah. So big fan of the neck tat. If I could pull it off, I'd get a big old neck tat. It would change tat. your whole persona, though. It's so wow. interesting how much it would like change even you. If, if, even if it was like a beautiful rose. Oh, totally. Would people would be like, be so tough. some about that girl is pretty badass. She's pretty gangster. She's got a neck tat. Well, that's what I'm saying is, is neck and face tattoos are becoming mainstream because think about it. Mm. People get tattoos for all kinds of reasons. Okay. Like I'm kind of generalizing, but a lot of people get them to kind of stand out. They want to be individual. They mm. want to be more rebel, like more criminal. Like, you know, they want to maybe, I don't know, up their social media status. It's a statement. It's a total statement. Yeah. And before, I mean, it was, it was like, I don't know. You only really think that people in prison have face tattoos there was i mean back in the day it was kind of like that there weren't that many people that had face tattoos 
Let, let's look back. Let's let's look back in like 10 years. I think they're just more mainstream. I think a lot of the tattoos that you see in prison were tattoos that happened before prison. Sure. Happened. Of course. I'm just saying that like you there's a connotation. It, exactly. That has it has changed. It, it, it's a tough look. There was a, there was a time. Yeah. I, th- I think the point you're getting at is there was a time where it's like a face tattoo like unless it's like eyeliner around sure. your eyes you know which wait, people do which that. people also do yeah and no judgment it was like yeah teardrops mm-hmm. or crosses or yeah like, oh my goodness oh this is very this is a very big deal it you is know, a you're burning your face but but now you're seeing it on a lot of like musicians and i mean like kat von d's got like a face touch she's got stars all over the side of her face i mean mike tyson is a good example mm-hmm. um you mm-hmm. know lil wayne i mean there's i i could go on um but it's interesting because i feel like there's almost like not very much real estate left to be original like so you're like okay it's creeping up to the face sure um you know a couple uh, examples of some pretty uh, serious face tattoos um you know the six nine oh takashi takashi yeah he's got yeah. a jigsaw which is the saw um scary clown face from, on from his the, face from the movie from the saw. movie saw which i've never seen but that's a bold move you must really really like that movie um, our- well, that guy's, I don't even, that's a story that's, that's a whole other story for yes. a rainy day. Yeah. It's, and it's there. Yeah. He's, he's really, he's really tatted he's up that taking face. it to the, to the next level. Mm. And, uh, we got Arnold, Arnold is dead. Um, who is also another, uh, musician. He has a very large Anne Frank, uh, on, as, as in the diary of Anne Frank. Yeah. Like her face on his face. Um, and he calls her. Zan Frank. I mean, I think that he idolizes her. He, and that's, he calls the tattoo Zan Frank, mm-hmm. Zan, like for, short Zanax. for Xanax. Uh, and he added a uh, marijuana wow. leaf to her that's cheek. Some mixing of metaphors. He said that it's just Xanarchy to be. Is it very specific? He's basically saying it is. It's anarchy, but it's the Xanaxarchy. Which is weird, I'm not really because sure. Because there's another rapper, Lil Xan, who I think has an album called Xanarchy. It's all very confusing. All I this am, rapper I'm, lingo. I don't know. Listen, someone has an Anne Frank tattoo on their face. I'm gonna go up. To, like I don't even care. Like if you're in like the like cool part of the club that I'm not involved in, I'm gonna barrel through that. I want to know that and story. I'm be like you tell me the Dude, story seriously of your Anne Frank tattoo right now. You know this could be because a little, I read that diary. This could be a little sideshow. Is like let's decipher for all of this rapper like lingo and I mean seriously it's pretty fascinating it's a whole cultural phenomenon really there there, yes there is a lot to that you know it's funny on a another podcast that I produce unfinished biz if you've never heard of it we interviewed the CEO of BeautyCon her name is Moj Madara and uh, I don't know if you know what BeautyCon is, but yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, this like sort of like several times yeah. a year, like huge beauty festival. And My friend ce- Rena went. Yeah. yeah. Celebrities and makeup artists and, 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 you know, lifestyle experts and YouTube stars and the whole nine. Mm-hmm. It is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And um, she, she had some very interesting ideas of like, if you think of the revolution that's happened that's changed pop culture mm-hmm. in the last, call it 20, 20, 30 years. It's like, it's hip hop. Oh, for and, sure. And, y- you know, and that permeates lots of mm-hmm. facets of modern life that you're not even necessarily conscious of. Mm-hmm. But she's like, it changes how people dress, yep. how they look, what they eat, mm-hmm. where they go, the how things they talk. that they say, vernacular. Yeah. The whole thing is, is not that BeautyCon is necessarily that attached to hip hop, but... 
it does it's it's a cultural phenomenon it's true it's, it's fascinating i mean i i love this kind of stuff Me i, I want to see how cultures are you know as new cultures are popping up all the time like little subcultures you know it's i i think that kind of thing is 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 worth talking about yeah microcultures become <laughs> subcultures become pop culture mm-hmm. become i don't know uh the norm <laughs> so speaking of the norm uh for heather and i every day is cat day yeah. Um, in fact, just off camera, you should see this cat. I mean, Charlie, one of he's going, Heather's he's two like, cats, he's really trying to be the star of the show. He oh, yeah. He doesn't he know d- that the angle isn't wide he enough He doesn't to realize the camera's not on him. Right. And for anybody listening to the audio version, just a reminder, $1 a month on Patreon, patreon.com slash have such a good day. $1 per month, 25 cents per show. You can have a video version of the show as well even though Charlie will still be off camera, but you can see us sweating our balls off. That is four to five times less than a cappuccino. True story. That's insane. See, I never get that fancy coffee stuff See, that I you haven't get. lately either. I like a simple drip because yeah. I'm a simple girl. Yeah. Although, I've been buying that Ripple um, I half just and bought half some alternative today. and it's so good. Do you ever like take a little sip? Like Yes. <laughs> but yes. Like, would you ever take a guzzle of half and half that's made by dairy? No. I wouldn't. That's Mm-mm. too much for me. No. This, I really like it. I like it better yeah. than almond milk. I like it better than soy milk. I actually got the milk one, the big one for oh, my smoothies. Yeah, I haven't yeah. gotten the half and half yet, but I, I'll let you know. I, they were out of my oat milk that I'm really obsessed with. But <laughs> I read this article in the New York Times uh, just like a couple days ago about, it's called Oatly, and mm. they've sold out. Like they can't keep up with the craze. They can't keep up with getting it, you know, on the shelves for people. It's, wow. It's pretty nuts. Yeah. It's so funny. I'm I'm not even, I, I'm not lactose intolerant. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'd be better off if I never had dairy. But like, I eat plenty of cheese. Like, I'm not trying to cut dairy out of my life. But if I can find a half and half alternative. It has protein in it and it doesn't yeah. give you phlegm. I mean, you it know, sh- we all win. Why not? Well, wait. Do you know why I'm wearing my T-shirt, Sarah? Oh, it was sort of an accident, a happy accident. I've got a cat T-shirt on. I don't know if you can well, see this. But. Well, so you do. Um, yes. Again, hey. I know you're, you're always coveting this shirt, if, Sarah. If you're a video patron, <laughs> think of all the things, you know, you get to see Heather's shirts. You have quite a few cat shirts. I have a few. Let's be honest. But they're cool cats. I do as well. I they're do not like well. dowdy cat shirts. It's a, what, yeah, your shirt right now, it's for sure, it's cat eyes looking at you, mm-hmm. kind of in gold. the breasticle region, whatever, all good. <laughs> it's summer in LA, what are you going to do? It is International Cat Day. Oh my God. At least on the day that we're recording this. So you might be listening to it after the fact and that's fine. But we found it very choice. To, uh, to to bring cats into the fray as much as we could. Just have a cat say, chat. Yeah, cat chat. Um, my, my little contribution to this, because I know some people aren't into cats, whatever, is that uh, there is uh, a, t- a tweet that came out today um, from Stanley Kubrick's uh, official Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Stanley Kubrick, mm-hmm. no longer with us, but somebody's running that account. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Cool. I follow several folks who have passed into the afterlife. It's quite a responsibility. Well, That's yeah, there, interesting. There's actually. an estate, or there's you know, you know, a, a yeah. production company, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out, uh, again, according according to the official Stanley Kubrick's account, you know, all verified and the whole thing. Stanley Kubrick adored cats and allowed them into the editing suite when he was editing movies that no human was allowed to enter. 
I love that. And then there's some really cute photos of Stanley Kubrick. Looks like he's got a Maine Coon. And what what's funny is that the reason that I I actually must admit I was not following Stanley Kubrick's Twitter account, although I should have been, but I wasn't. But somebody retweeted it. In fact, it was Lonely Sandwich. You know who you are. Who was like, ugh, gross. And so I was like, ew, gross, what's that all about? And then I was like, excuse you, it's International Cat Day, have some respect. <laughs> what is it, is the Lonely Sandwich something that like doesn't have cheese on it? Because that would be lonely to me. Uh, no, that's Adam Lesegor, he's the guy who does all the, um, he does like the uh, sort of like intro videos for all the startups, like, uh, hey, here's oh, yeah, how yeah, this yeah, startup yeah, yeah. works, and okay. it's the guy and he's got the beard and he's been mm-hmm. around for a while, yeah, yeah, yeah. great guy, great guy, just doesn't like cats. You've made your um, you've made your choice clear, and that is why we are now sworn enemies. Okay. Good times. All right. So sworn enemies. Did you know, Heather? Um, again, real quick, mention before we move on that there is a new category for the Oscars coming in twenty nineteen. Category. Category. Ooh, nice segue. It could be about cats, but it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. It is now the popular film category. Now, you might say, well, isn't that one? Isn't that what Best Picture is? No, actually, that's chosen by a very curated uh, group of people who have been chosen to be members of the Academy. So it's almost more like the audience award kind of thing, like a pot. It's, it's, it's like a popular maybe like maybe it's a Netflix movie. Maybe it's a likely not or a Hulu movie or an Amazon movie. Um, but yeah, like popular by the by the people who are watching the viewers. But, so when uh, we were talking about this on DTNS, one of my other podcasts, and it was like we were all sort of going like, oh, OK, you know, this is today's news so there's probably more to it but it's like is it based on box office well no that couldn't be because mm-hmm. box office doesn't necessarily no. indicate a good movie at all Mm-mm. right um batman v superman for maybe example. just like the buzz you know it's like but, there's a general buzz about something yeah exactly is it yeah some sort of metacritic type scoring system that the academy has not done before what i do know i i I don't know what this movie would be. I have my guesses on what I movie, bet I know what it's going to be. What do you? I feel like it's like something like Black Panther. That's Everyone's what I was going say. nuts like yeah. for it, you know? Yeah. And I don't think it really fits a lot of the other categories, but I think they want to give it something. I bet they created this for Black Panther. Well, like that either is subconsciously that or consciously, is, I'm not sure. You you might be right about it. Yeah. Um it's funny that got brought up um, in my conversation earlier about like, well, what's popular? Like, you know, Black Panther, right? Like that was like the biggest buzz movie for sure of 2018. But then why wouldn't it be nominated for Best Picture? I see, but I don't, I feel like it, it felt to me like a huge green screen movie. Like, mm. and to me, I feel like I but still so think was Lord the, of the Rings and that movie got Best Picture. But the, I felt the like- The last one, Return of the King. Agree, there was a lot, but there was a lot of um, on location stuff too in Lord of the Rings. Um, I felt like Black Panther felt a lot more soundstage vibe to it. Um, and I think Lord of the Rings just had like, it was- such a an epic um and you, you know they were definitely out in the field a lot but i i agree there's there's some similarities you're showing your elf bias pretty hard I am right a little now bit. i'm kind of a big fan <laughs> <laughs> yeah. where were all the elves of wakanda dang it but no i get it i totally get it and i i actually i just suspect we'll see we'll see when oscar we'll we'll have an we oscar will, show and we'll talk about it will we and we'll ever. be like Bam! We were so right back then on whatever day it is, August August eighth. Mm-hmm. That's the day of this recording. I think that um, 
you know, again, I, I, I feel like because the Oscars, it's a network uh, show. Yeah. It, uh, it airs on ABC, I believe, year after year. Yeah, it's ABC. And the, you know, the viewership has waned. Oh, yeah. Every year, it's mm-hmm. a little bit less. Mm-hmm. And there's like little weird gimmicks that happen. And it's not the only, oh, my goodness, Ooh. just went ahead and. Uh, hurt myself on this table that was right in front don't of me. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> it's my ring. It actually didn't hurt. It, was, it sounded much worse than it was. Relax, Sarah. But I think I think that it's it's probably, you know, somebody who's like, all right, how do I get the ratings back up? How do we do some sort of like a audience choice type, mm-hmm. you know, billboard music totally. awards type Oh, yeah, of, or like know, MTV yeah, awards a little or whatever. Bit more, a little bit more of that. So we will... Hold judgment. Yes. But now you know, new category, and we're going to have an Oscar party, so get ready. That happens in February. want to prepare you just for something. Um, I know that we keep saying how hot it is, but this is like a record. It's like 95 degrees probably in my house right now, and I mean, we might melt in front of the camera, like literally melt into like a puddle. So if we do, just that's... I just want you to know that that's what's going on. And I also feel vindicated because <laughs> last week we were at my house and Heather was like, it's really no. It's way hotter hot in here. Hot in here, and I'm like, because I'm in, uh-huh. I'm further east, so like it's it's probably maybe not a full ten degrees warmer. It's a full on 10 this side of you think? Wow, and sometimes more. I got to move I'm west. T- I'm, t- I'm coming your way, Sarah. I'm telling you, there's so- certain times where Heather's like, "How about this 95 degree heat?" And I'm like, "It's, it's foggy. foggy." I'm wearing skinny <laughs> jeans. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, jealous. I'm like, I'm like, kind of in a sweater, and, and you're like in boots and jeans. I'm like jealous. Anyway, well, you know, life is pain, and that's why Have Such a Good Day exists because <laughs> life is pain. we just need each other. We do. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, if you are wondering, how the heck did I get here? Who shared this weird show with me? Who are these people? <laughs> Have Such a Good Day.com is where you can catch up with our previous episodes. We've got a few kind of behind the scenes stuff that we had done before we officially launched the show. Mm-hmm. This is episode five, so we're very new. Uh, we're very green, but we both have a lot of production experience, so mm-hmm. this is a new project, but we think we're bringing a lot to the table. We certainly hope we are, and uh, we want your feedback, so please, if you want to subscribe and you haven't already, iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, uh, SoundCloud, the list goes on. I mean, pick your poison. If for any reason you don't find us on, on a particular network, or a podcast app or a podcatcher, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, that you, you think we should be on, we will make it happen. Oh, yeah, Just totally. let us know. We've done a pretty good job, but let us know because we want you to uh, not think about where to find us. We want to come to you. Yeah, and don't be shy. Reach out. There, I mean, anything goes. We're, we're really happy to hear from you. Um, you know, in fact, we have a cute, a really sweet little crew in our um, Discord that's for $10 ballers, as I like to call them. The $10 ballers. Yeah, yeah. so $10 a month um, for our patrons. We have various tiers, mm-hmm. but we have a, um, a Discord. It's a Discord server, but for anyone who's like, what's that? It's sort of like a chat room. You get to hang out with us and chat yeah, and you know, get to know all the different viewers. We, and- we've got some cat people on there, so it's like, if you don't want this whole place to be overrun by cat people, get in there and you know keep the conversation balanced. But- we talk about a bunch of other things, too, but we, we could make a separate channel for that, uh, ultimately. Yeah. We talked about bats, actually, it, today. We did. That, <laughs> that was, was pretty cool. It was, it was bats sort and of, cats? But yeah, bats and cats. But it was tragic. We won't get into that story, but... But, but no, it's 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 been so great um, 
to to kind of get to know a, a few of you, and we would love more because if Heather and I know how to do anything, it's chat all day. Exactly. And then you guys get to meet each other, which is kind of cool. Like today, some of the patrons were talking amongst themselves like after we you know, were preparing the show. Right. And that's pretty fun they to kind of see that. They don't need us. They don't need us. Exactly. Turns out. So we, again, thank you to our patrons. Um, your yes. support keeps our show ad-free, which, God, who wants ads? They're the worst. Well, but you know. Who knows? You may, know, you're may, right. You're right. I, I keep I keep knocking may, these ads. Maybe maybe one day. One day I would like a LaCroix ad uh, or something, you know, along along those lines. So what, what what yeah, I think what we're driving home is for now, we love the idea of keeping this community yes. based and supported. And with your help, we will continue to do so. End of story. Find us at patreon.com slash have such a good day. A really, really cool platform. Check it out. Um, so Sarah, uh, back to movies, okay. um, because we love movies. We just we like to talk about movies as much as possible. I do. I'm actually more of a TV show person myself, and I don't know why. I think it's sort of a, I love the idea of being like, oh, half an hour. I got half an hour. I know, me too. Or maybe an hour. I also love a and long. And without commercials, it's more like 45. Fuck yeah. Oh, sorry. I just swore. But um, I actually, <laughs> okay. you know what I love? I love a good story arc. That's why I like shows too, because oh, you, get, right. you get this kind of slow Instead of it all being development. condensed into yeah. like the two hour movie or one hour and 30 minutes or whatever. Yeah. I mean, with, with you know, with new TV, with like really wonderful uh, stories and narrative and characters, I mean, that you know, that's kind of changed our world a little bit um kind of goes along the lines of the story that I want to talk about today but um you know it's funny I um Netflix is has a surprising amount of really great content um you know they do a lot of like comedian stand-ups with you and I have been watching a lot of those lately they've been Mm -hmm. hilarious Mm -hmm. and really brilliant like people from around the world that you never even knew about um are funny um, but God, I can't get over lately how many of their original movies just plain suck. And I check, I, I, I watch them myself, you know, I hear from other people and then I watch it and then I make my rating. I look on Rotten Tomatoes, well, I look on so, Metacritic so, so and I read on. reviews. So hold on. So you're saying someone's like, this is the shittiest movie Netflix has ever put out. And you're like, I'm watching. It's, it's mostly me saying that. I see. And I tell other I people, see. and I'm like, watch it. Let me know what you think. Yeah. Like, is it just me? Yeah. No. And I'm like, I'm blown away by so, like, it, it's not even like kind of bad where I'm like, eh, nothing to talk about. Well, it's like, I want to talk about how bad it are, is. Are there some examples of movies where yes. you'd be comfortable being like, this is a terrible yeah. movie in and fact, I don't care who knows it. I'm sorry, but um, I like some of the actresses in this movie, but that movie Ibiza is a turd. Oh, and in fact, I didn't realize that was enough. Netflix movie. It's a total Netflix movie. It's oh. terrible. In fact, I think that some of the scenes yeah, weren't that's... even shot in Ibiza. They were in like Croatia or something. Um, and I'm like, <laughs> right? what? You know what? They're not even authentic. <laughs> this is supposed to be an Ibiza party. But, but it was literally like when I say a turd, it was like so poorly written. It felt like it was written by an eight-year-old kid. Like it was oh. so off mm. like kilter. Vanessa Bayer's in that, right? Yeah. And I love her. Oh, her character's awful like whoever wrote her character and she's great yeah I agree well you know that's even the best actors sometimes are in I mean a lot of like Netflix is Netflix is doing these things on purpose okay I mean they're not stupid um but they they are uh booking these big talent like for example just on uh this week that movie with uh Kristen Bell came out um called like father it's pretty terrible too. I mean, I watched it and I kind of had some things going on in the background. I was playing my words with friends. This is the point I want to make. 
I suspect, and this is just my opinion, but I kind of think I'm right. I think that Netflix is creating content for people who are kind of simultaneously doing other things mm. like maybe playing, um, you know, like words with friends or another phone game, or maybe scrolling through Instagram and just having like a little background. Having noise that on. second screen. I'm exactly. slightly distracted. And thing you going don't on. need to listen to the plot because there really is no plot and there's no character development. So you're mm. good. That's an interesting theory because mm-hmm. you could you could argue that like there are lots of turds in a movie theater, right? Of like, course. I mean, I haven't walked out of many movies in my life, but I've definitely been like, this is like one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. I hate it. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, sometimes it precedes smartphones where I probably would have been on my phone in the theater, even though that's super rude. Never do it. Mm-hmm. But I think you're probably onto something because Netflix, Netflix is, first of all, a behemoth of production. Mm-hmm. Um, is is you know what I believe for the latest round of Emmys was uh, superseded HBO for the first time mm-hmm. as far as nominations mm-hmm. right Netflix also says we throw money at productions and we don't like we're, we're it's sort of like spaghetti at the wall right yeah exactly like what sticks like mm-hmm. that didn't work okay cancel it yeah not, you know they, because not... like it's it's quantity and exactly. then the, the quality will rise above yeah because Netflix is already known by you know, anybody who cares about movies and TV, you and I included, yeah. for like House of Cards. And, exactly. You know, like very good production. So they're not all going to be good. They don't even own those. They don't own Orange is the new, the new Black or they just, they have like a stake in it. Oh, it's all, yeah. It's, it's interesting. You have a, you have a run of, well, that's why on Hulu you might be like, where'd that movie mm-hmm. go? Oh, well, no, they, you know, yeah. there's a whole licensing thing that didn't work out and things move around quite a bit. Yeah, like Amazon does like, they, they actually do, um, you know, they'll do kind of like a red carpet. They'll do a full like press tour thing with their movies. Like Netflix is a little more like straight to video movies. They're perceived as TV movies. And I think this is where there's this like real filmmakers have a tough time. And they, they were banned from Cannes, you know, film festival um, in France. Um, they can show the films, but they can't compete. And um, so I think that they're they're kind of they're TV movies. So they're not trying really hard to make them quality. I mean, look, they've got a huge contract with Adam Sandler. That is proof that they're not concerned with quality. Except Punch Trunk Love. Sure. Really but, good But that's P.T. Anderson. That's a whole other but story. starring Adam Sandler. Hey, you. <laughs> I used to think Ben Stiller wasn't that funny, but he's made some really good... Oh, like, I love Ben Stiller. But there's, there's a lot of range You're there, right, you're you right, know? you're right. You know, Adam said that golf movie, I'm sorry. What, I know, I called? know, I know. Uh, I don't it's know. It's not so, very memorable. Somebody's yelling at their <laughs> echo speaker right now, being like, you idiot! <laughs> Uh, I just can't think of it. Brain, brain <laughs> fart. But no, I, th- I think you might, I think the point that you're making is like, hey, there's some like really bad productions on but Netflix. It's kind of shocking. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not like across the board, like, oh, like the most amazing curated thing, which I think HBO has some shows that I would, I would, I would say, mm, not really my thing. Yeah. Westworld. Yeah. But I don't call it a dud. It's not, no, it's, it's not a turd not or me, a dud. But it's, there's a certain level of sure. quality that you're like, you just expect it. And that's why HBO has done so well because people pay for that. It's more boutique I mean, you know, Netflix is so much more like broad, like they're trying to hit more of a broader audience. And I know HBO is trying to do that now that they have the new sure. like executive. Uh, in-house but um hbo has always been they only release like one new series every like Tell quarter me. i mean it's you, really... I, love, I love that sharp object i know me too we've i been, love that we've too. been watching it we won't get into it because too many spoilers we'll wait till the to the but we might talk about it at some point i did want to mention though really quick there are a few good 
gems on Netflix. I'm not saying there's none. Like Icarus, I think, won the documentary last year Mm -hmm. uh, at the Oscars. Um, Mudbound, I haven't seen it, but I know it's supposed to be great. I just can't get myself to watch it. It seems boring, but I've heard it's great. I don't know anything about it. It's like Carrie Mulligan. Oh, I love her. Yeah, it's supposed to be be a very good movie. In fact, I think it was nominated last year. Anyway, I'm not saying they don't make good stuff. I just think they're trying to go for like a broader... Like, well, let's just do throw everything against all well, the spaghetti thing. Yeah, it's yeah. the spaghetti thing. And, you know, it would be like I like spaghetti. It would be like dating <laughs> if we could if we could, you know, if we could, you know, force an analogy in this conversation. It'd, it'd be me it'd be like me saying, I'm going to go to coffee with a hundred people this yeah. week. Yeah, it will mostly suck. But somewhere in there, just because of probability, mm-hmm. there's going to be some good stuff. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up because you guys who are <laughs> I would not... I do that, by the way. You are not our $5 or above uh, patrons are not going to get to hear our related bonus topic at the end of the show. So you guys are missing out. Just saying. True just story. Saying. Yeah. Just a, just a little teaser. Yeah. If you want a bonus topic, we <laughs> actually do that for all of our patrons. Patreon.com slash have such a good day for $5 or more. For $1 mm-hmm. or more... You get the video version of the show. It's nothing special, but hey, see us here sweating. we are. Yeah, you see us sweating and you in know, our own homes, d- doing our best. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is it game time, Sarah? It is. Okay. I wish we had like a little like blow horn or like something. Maybe I'll maybe <laughs> I'll add, uh, maybe I'll add it into the post. This is actually I thought of this myself, not to brag, but I think this is a really fun game, and part of the reason that I think that it's great for Heather and I is because. As we've said before, anybody who's been following our show, um, our, our simple little show for, you know, up to five episodes now knows that we're both from California. Mm-hmm. We're both from Northern California. Mm-hmm. We're roughly the same age. We have a lot of the same experiences, mm-hmm. even though we're not the same person. Not exactly. But it's sometimes we're a little bit of a two-headed monster. We kind of are. And so I thought that the new game that we could play to, you know, stump Heather or let Heather show off her skills is... What is the song at the end of a very well-known movie that you have seen for sure more than once? You really believe I've seen it? That okay. I, I know for a fact. Okay. I have three examples okay. of this. Okay, hit me. Okay, so what we're going to do is I'm going to slowly kind of reveal it so mm-hmm. we're not totally timed here, but let's see how quickly you get it. Maybe going forward... If we keep doing this, we can make it more sophisticated and have like a little yes. timer and yes. like this, little sound effects and make ga- it like this way game has not been well thought through. <laughs> um, in fact, the whole spaghetti. I'll, ju- I'll just say yes, it's spaghetti. <laughs> We're throwing games at the wall to see what sticks. You guys, let us know what you like. This all happened because when I went to my favorite market, mm-hmm. which I go to pretty much every morning, mostly to just say hi to the guys now because they all, you know, we're, we're all buds. Mm-hmm. Sort of, you know, my neighborhood bodega, if you will. There was a song playing and I was like, oh, that movie. I haven't seen it in so long. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. This, is this one that one from this, this morning? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, and this is, okay. So, I'm ready. All right. This this movie was released in 1984. Okay. Okay. So it's a it's an 80s movie, right? Mm-hmm. Let's call it a teenage okay. coming of age movie. Uh oh. The group singing the song at the end of this movie is a British group known for very wild hair. Okay. The final scene takes place immediately after a disastrous wedding. Okay. And 
Okay, Heather doesn't have it yet. One of the characters in this final scene is Jake Ryan. Sixteen Candles? Correct. Yeah. What, what's the song though? Oh, um, um Touch Me Once, Touch Me Twice. No, no. no. Okay, no, shoot. No, no. But that's from that movie. Uh probably. Uh, huh, huh, no, I think huh, no. Huh, well that, you know that was that was at the prom. So you're true. very close. Oh man. That was um, mid movie. What's, I remember. What's the song? At the is end? it? Is it the one where he has? He's sitting on the Indian the, style, and it's the the cake. Their cake oh. because it was her birthday, Wait, and everybody forgot her birthday. It was. Um, you're gonna I die. Could. You're gonna die. I'm gonna be so mad at myself. You are. Well, I remember those two. You've gotten very close, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say okay. it for you know yeah. for the sake for of time. time. Sake. Thompson Twins, if you were here. Oh, yes, I know oh. that, but I did get the first two. You did. No, you were. Would you, you have you, gotten you, that? Um. When yes. you're put on the spot, yes. it's like I've also just I've seen that movie so many times. Yeah, and that you know, I know that it's so great. good. Just a little, you know. Anybody's like Thompson Twins. Who's that? Thompson Twins, British pop band formed in 1977. It's turns crazy. out they also. This is just a weird <laughs> thing that Wikipedia told me today when I was looking them up. In 1993, the Thompson Twins, still a band, changed their name to Babel, apparently mm-hmm. to reflect the change in music from new wave to dub-influenced chill-out. <laughs> How about that? Thompson Twins, God love you. All right, next one. Now, this one it might be a little bit harder. Okay, this movie was released in the year 2000. Mm-hmm. The song at the end of this movie which is a very music-centric movie, was co-written and performed by this songwriter that I won't say and someone named Yvonne Wright, this artist's 15th studio album called Talking Book, which was released in 1972. Ooh. I know. So this is a little bit tough. Yeah. All right. So think back. Music-centric movie. Movie takes place in Chicago. Okay. Loose movie was Jack Black's breakout performance. Oh, oh, um, High Fidelity. What was that song? And where where is the song located again? Remind me. It's the very end. Oh God, that's one of my favorite movies. If I don't get this, I'm going to be so mad at myself. I'm so bad at this though. It's okay. Um, oh man. Keep in mind, like these are movies where I'm like I sobbed at the end of the movie, so like they're very meaningful songs to me. I know Maybe it's like an, it's a it's a God. I'm gonna be so mad at myself because I really love this movie. Okay, let me let me give you a hint. Yeah, uh, the <laughs> the the artist of the song is blind. Oh, well, I don't know the if I know the name though. I Can you just, oh yeah, oh, yes, it's so good. I love it. Okay, yeah. that's good. I love it. Fun Stevie, game. Stevie Fun Wonder. Game. I believe. All right, finally, uh, this this one is. Kind of a wild card. I realize this is sort of a hard game. Movie released in 1994. Okay. Year I graduated high school. The movie is famous for a very non-linear plot. Okay. Perhaps the first of its time, in fact. The song is performed by a surf rock band from the 1960s. This particular song was released in 1963, and it's called Surf Rider. God, my boyfriend would be so good at this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. he would get it before you'd finish any clue. Okay. Um, you, Heather. I'm not as good at this. Have dressed up for Halloween as a character in a different movie by the same director. I have? Yes, you have. A different movie by the same director. So David Lynch. 
No. Who have you been? Oh, um, David. Oh, 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 Kill Bill, uh, Quentin Tarantino. Okay. Yes. Pulp Fiction. Yes. That Pulp was the Fiction. movie. All right. And I we're, won. we're done with our game. I don't know if you won. I if I, I get a gold star. You get a gold star for enthusiasm. <laughs> and like you, you actually kind of like, you got all of them. You know what I would an, do better? With enough hints? For sure. And I love this game. Let's keep doing it. I need yeah. to. I need so to, fun. Yeah. And I would do a better job actually singing those in a karaoke bar. Just, you know, just a little FYI. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Well, that's all I've got. Well, actually, um, speaking of music, um, I wanted to just really quickly run down a few things I'm listening to this week, Sarah. Please do. Um, One in particular that I think you'd be like, weird. I think that's (laughs) what you would say. You'd be like, I don't know. (laughs) Um, I'd love to know more. It's called Sophie. Okay. Um, And it it, 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 she... She's called Sophie. This She's is a person. Electronic this is an music artist. is an artist. Got yes. it. Okay, Sophie. Mm-hmm. And um, I um, heard uh, her music like years ago. She had a really interesting, I think it was like an EP that had a song called Lemonade, and it was really cool. Okay. Um, Not to and be confused with Beyonce's Lemonade. No, it's, it's a song. One. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so her new album is Oil of Every Pearl's Uninsides. Mm. So that could, that actually tells you a little bit about how weird her music is but it's essentially um you know dance music from the uk but with like layers of like experimental like synthy kind of electro but like with some like maybe chipmunk vocals and kind of like weird samples it's very cool um she has a a song uh, called face shopping which i think is a funny word um she's a very interesting uh, artist she's kind of up and coming um and i would in fact i think she's playing in la this week but i think it's sold out i really wanted to try to go because she's just one of those very rare um acts she's not like anything else she's very very fascinating fascinated with her let's do it i'll at least listen to her on my way home all right yeah i'll give you some recommendations um and then my next one is um travis scott i know you're a big fan love him um i you know i i know of him and i've listened to his music but i had a baby with kylie jenner Mm -hmm. among other things Mm -hmm. but no that travis i'm telling you in 2016 Travis Scott, uh, Brian McKnight, uh, the Birds in the Trap sing Brian McKnight. Great album. All my friends were like, eh, who cares? I'm like, it's good. No, so. Sarah's a fan. I knew she was. That's why I brought it. Um, but his new uh, album, Astroworld, everything's in caps now. I feel like everybody's, like <laughs> Sophie's new album is all in caps. Oil you of mean, every pro. You mean capital all letters. All capital letters. And mm. then there's like Travis it's Scott. Because they really mean it. Well, it's, I think it's because of Damn. I think it's from Kendrick Lamar. Like all of his stuff was capital letters. And I don't know. Anyway, who knows? I'm just making assumptions. But that's a really interesting album. I was listening to it a lot today. Um, I liked it a lot. It's a good one. It's a good one. And um, and yeah. then also Santa Gold, who is sort of an old favorite. Um, I, um, you know, she used to be uh, Santi, Santa Gold with an A. And now she's Santi Gold with, a, with an I. Mm-hmm. Um, but she her new album is... A little different. I mean, you you definitely know it's her, her voice, but uh, it's a little more dance hall. I don't know if you guys know what that genre of music is, but it's it's like a Jamaican roots kind of uh, music. It's kind of like reggae. Um, it's a little more reggae than some of her other albums. Hmm. I think that her last few albums were a little more dancey, and I kind of prefer that. But I, but I like it so far. I've only had a couple listens, but um, you know nice. sometimes these things grow on you after like five listens. Sure. So. 
So yeah. that's kind of what I'm listening to this week, Sarah. Well, that is wonderful. I'm kind of um, trying to drown out the the noise outside, you know? Man. Well, the Travis Scott, I'm totally on board with. Santa Gold loved her debut album, which was probably back at about a decade ago oh, now. Yeah. Um, I will check out Sophie. And then, you know, if I can just throw my, you know, two cents sure. into the fountain. <laughs> um, Tyga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... I don't know anybody who thinks that Tyga is their favorite al- uh, artist. Although, if you're out there, no offense uh, meant, but um, Tyga has two new singles that are fire. So, um, anybody oh, who doesn't agree with me, let's box. I'll duke it out with you. Please do. Well, Heather, we're coming to the end of our episode five. Oof, can't believe it. You know, we did it again. Yeah, we're feeling, we're feeling, we're feeling very sweltery. Yes, but um, but very, uh, but very happy and very satisfied. Very satisfied. We um, like making content for you, man. Don't we ever? Quick reminder: uh, hi, have such a good day. dot com is where you can email us. Yes. Please, all the feedback that you want to give us, good, bad, ugly. I mean, hopefully it's good, but bad and ugly too, as long as you're nice about we it. We want more emails from yeah. you guys. Like we we want to hear from you. Also, just story ideas. Yeah. You want us to cover something? Sure. You know, it, it, please. This is a as group effort. As long as it's not too raunchy. It is, it is damn near a democracy. Not yeah, quite. It's very close though. There's we, some veto powers, but like mostly sure. we're Congress. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we really want you guys to be involved in our show and, and us making the show. Like we want to make a show for you. We want to know what you want to hear. If there's something that, you, yeah, we, we won't talk about cats too much because we know that the world is divided. You know, there's things that. Yeah. Um, but I will judge you. Yeah. <laughs> but, but okay, whatever. Yeah, but go, you know, hi at have such a good day.com is our email and you know, we inundate us. Please do. Have such a good day.com. Just bookmark it. That is where you can bookmark keep up it. with everything. Homepage. If you lose a link or you want to share it with somebody and it's just an easier way to do it, that is our email or I'm sorry, our URL. And then of course patreon.com slash have such a good day is where you can find out um, a little bit more about what we're trying to do growing the show, mm-hmm. um, what some of our goals are. Um, you know, if we if we have enough finances to to make the video version of this like a real one an actual production you know (laughs) that that we would you know be a little bit more proud of you know you got you know angles and lighting and we'd have some actual ac going or like fans maybe we would maybe we would not be sweating out of our nether regions just gonna (laughs) leave it there but you know all that stuff anyway uh thanks so much for your support and for our five dollar patrons we will be continuing this road as soon as we say goodbye for our bonus topic for everybody else you, you guys are probably jealous i know but you know you can you can change your you can change your uh yeah. contribution or just anytime. or just wonder what did they talk about you'll never know <laughs> wherever you are and whenever you are we hope always that you have such a good day we sure do i'm sarah i'm heather see you next time bye ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.